You're listening to Transform Your Profits, the podcast for accountants who want to build a more profitable, successful, and impactful accounting firm. Your host is Reza Huda, a practice owner, mentor, and coach to accounting firm owners. Hello, hello. I hope you're doing well and have had a good start to the day so far. So I'm just getting ready to speak at uh, the Accounting Web 2022 conference, which is taking place in Coventry at the start of December. Although by the time you hear this, it will probably be past then anyway. But uh if you uh, were there, it was great to see you. If you weren't, then uh, the plan in this uh, short podcast episode is to give you an overview of what I'm going to be speaking about. The title of my talk is something uh, hopefully that gets people's attention because that's, remember, what's what we've got to do in this day and age. The most prized uh, commodity in this day and age is people's attention. And how do we get people's attention? It is by having hooks which reel people in, which gets people curious and intrigued about what we have to say in order for them to be interested in reading more, finding out more, wanting to know more about you. So this is just another general uh, tip for you if you haven't already picked that up from my talks on how do we get the attention of our ideal clients. We need to have good hooks. We need to address the problems that they are facing so that they have a reason to look uh, more into our content, to uh, further scroll down our website and finally hit that call to action button to get in touch with us or to take an interest in reading our social media posts. Whatever the case may be, you need to get good at having good hooks if you are doing any any sort of marketing in the form of social media posts, content writing, blog writing, even the copy on your website, creating videos, anything that you do that involves trying to get someone's attention, you need to get good at coming up with hooks that will reel people in. And how do we get good at coming up with hooks? Well, we learn from others. We look out for copy that gets us reeled in, that gets us attuned to wanting to hear more, to click the see more button on someone's uh, LinkedIn post or to carry on watching after the first few seconds of what we hear on a video. All very important. So take note of what interests you. And at the end of the day, it's all about addressing the the problem that the prospect is facing or a potential goal that they are striving towards. If we can tap into essentially the conversation that's going on in someone's mind, then we can come up with good hooks to get people engaged and interested in our content. So with that very long preamble from me, the hook that I have, which you've already seen because it's the title of today's podcast, is the big opportunity to 10x your fees even in a recession. As I record this, There's doom and gloom out there. We've got the highest inflation on record or certainly in the living uh, memory. And uh, things aren't great out there in terms of the macro economy. We've got uh, fuel prices at all-time highs. We've got interest rates uh, rising, the government debt at record levels. It's pretty much doom and gloom out there. Taxes going up. We heard in the recent budget that taxes are going up from next year as well. So not a great outlook for the UK economy for sure, which is what we know more about. But generally, as a whole, the global economy isn't doing that great either. But the thing is, don't let this doom and gloom get you down. 
because we don't do business with a macro economy. We don't do business with lots and lots of people. We do business with customers one by one. And if the audience that we are serving, our target audience, if we are solving problems, if we are adding value, then we will always have customers that will want to do business with us. We're fortunate to be in a profession which is an essential profession. It's not a nice to have. It's not like my secondary business of coaching and mentoring, which is a nice to have. Certainly gives a return on investment, but it is not an essential. Uh, it's not an essential business, as it were, as opposed to what we do in our day jobs, which is run our accounting firms. We're fortunate that it is an essential requirement to get your accounts done, to get your tax returns done, to have someone that knows what they're talking about when it comes to finances, bookkeeping, VAT returns, all that kind of stuff done. So we should be thankful for compliance. We should be thankful that we are running a compliance-based business because that is the route to all other things. That is the route to advisory. That is the route to getting... uh, higher paying, higher value clients by being able to do the basics well, by being able to take care of the compliance, give the client that peace of mind over their compliance affairs so that we develop that trust that we can then forge more deep and meaningful and a longer lasting relationship with clients to give them extra services where they might need it or may get value from it. So let that be known that don't... uh, You don't need to retrench. You don't need to be worried. You don't need to be concerned with what's going out there in the macro economy because we do business customer by customer. And as I've said before, if you can get clear and laser focused on who you serve and get really crystal clear on the target audience, on your particular niche and lead with the problems that you solve, then there will be people out there that will gravitate towards you that will be attracted to you because there are plenty of accountants who are hunkering down who have too many clients who are letting clients down when it comes to service they're not able to service uh, clients from 56 different industries impossible to do as we've discussed before so again it her it uh, reiterates the point that we need to get clearer on who we serve and so what I'm going to talk about in my talk at uh, Accounting Web is the big opportunity to 10x our fees even in a recession I'm going to do it through three main insights and these three insights I've kind of just covered one of them off already but the first one is why the opportunity is now and how we can take advantage the second is what is the big, what the big opportunity is to 10x our fees? How do we 10x our fees? Is that really real? Is that really possible? Or am I just talking hyperbole? And the third is how do we actually charge higher prices and have better clients wanting to work with us? So just to give you a very brief overview, we've only got about uh, maybe another 10 minutes or so before I get to the office and I have to pan off um, to go through this very quickly. But hopefully it will give you a flavor for what I'm going to be talking about. And if you want to find out more, then hopefully there might be a recording available at some point of my talk because I'm taking a videographer with me. So look out for that. I'll probably post it on LinkedIn and Facebook. So if you're not already in the group or not already, already connected with me on LinkedIn, what are you waiting for? Get over on there, there, over there, and uh, press that follow button and the bell button, so you get notified when I uh, when I put out a post on either platform. Excuse me, just taking a sip of my coffee. Um, so, firstly, insight number one: Why now is the big? Why now is the best opportunity for us to take advantage? Well, 
you've probably heard me talk about this before that something profound happened in the pandemic i always i'm you know very much a uh, a uh, positive uh, an optimist type of person i always see the opportunity the glass half half uh, half full type person um which you know sometimes means that uh, i take risks and uh, in the past i have been known to uh, you know to, uh, to not 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 every not every risk pays off but on the whole most of them have um and it's only by you know taking the risk and by seeing these opportunities and trying to take advantage of them that you know we grow and we have the potential for achieving success if we always stick with what we know and never actually take uh steps towards um going after any particular opportunity when others might be being uh, fearful then we will never grow we will never be able to know what could have happened if we had just been been brave been confident enough to take those steps towards towards taking advantage of this opportunity so in a nutshell the opportunity is that uh, post in the pandemic world or you know since the pandemic some societal shifts happen that you've heard me talk about before number one people became comfortable having zoom video calls with each other now why does that represent a massive opportunity for us well think about it clients prospects are now comfortable with having conversations with you over zoom that means that it is no longer a requirement for you to have clients within your immediate vicinity it is no longer a requirement for you to have clients only within your uh your city only within your county for example only within a certain mile radius of your office that is no longer a requirement that is no longer a concern for prospects and clients they are now happy and comfortable and have become accustomed to having zoom conversations with friends family with anyone for that matter they have realized the benefit of doing it the efficiency of having a zoom conversation instead of taking out a few hours in the day to go and visit an accountant's office that means that we have the potential to attract clients from anywhere in the country if we get our positioning right and our messaging right then we can attract clients from anywhere in the country that's number one secondly we have the ability to service clients from anywhere in the country because of the the advances that have happened within uh, the space of cloud technology this is now something which is a given it's no longer something which only the uh, you know the the forward thinking accounting firms are doing we have all had to embrace the cloud through the initiatives from HMRC like MTD where we've had to embrace cloud technology in order to make it possible for us to continue to meet uh, the compliance obligations for our clients so we've embraced uh, cloud technology you've embraced it you've got things like zero quickbooks working with dext and other app add-ons that make it uh, easy for you to manage a client's books and uh, deal with their uh, accounts and bookkeeping from anywhere in the country you can receive information electronically everything that you do is electronic there is no requirement for you to even have an office space where clients drop off records for you then to do your bit and then pass the records back to them after you have finished everything can be done electronically so the second uh, advantage essentially that the pandemic has had and thirdly the way people find accountants has changed people have gone more online there were fewer and fewer networking uh, opportunities for prospects during the pandemic fewer and fewer people getting together and we've seen there's been a wave of people that have gone online <laughs> 
excuse me, taking another sip of my coffee, uh, to look for accountants or to look for any uh, service professional for that matter. More and more people have embraced social media. We're getting a younger demographic of entrepreneurs going through who all they've known is social media or an internet, etc. So now, you know, not not being online is is like not existing. So you kind of need to be online, you know, gone are the days where we talk about the need to have a website. Like we don't need, it's just, uh, you know, it's uh, it's part of the course. It's just table stakes now where you just need to be online. You need to have a social profile. You need to have a website because clients are checking you out online. And even if they receive a referral to come and work with you, more than 50% won't make their way to you. And this is a statistic I heard. I'm, I'm not. I can't verify whether it's correct or not. But I heard, uh, you know, a marketer t- talking about this that more than 50%, nearly 50%. I think it's just 49% or something of referrals don't make their way to you because they check you out online and they don't like what they see, so they don't get in touch with you. So you're actually losing out on nearly one in two good, warm leads, referrals because of your online presence. So we need to make sure that we ramp up, improve the look and feel of our online presence because we are missing out on potential client inquiries as a result. But that is an opportunity for us that more and more clients have gone online, which means that if we can sort out our online presence, the look and feel of uh, how we come across online, uh, we know clients are comfortable having Zoom conversations with us. We know clients and prospects are now comfortable sending information to us electronically. Then that's massive opportunity because you can now be brave, you can be confident, you can be bold and say, yes, I'm going to niche down and specialize into one particular area because now I'm not concerned that I only am able to service dentists from my local area. I've essentially got a nationwide pool of dentists I can go after or chiropractors or doctors or property owners or hairdressers or construction clients or architects, you name it. Each one of those industries has multiple thousands and tens of thousands of potential clients that you could attract. And there's so many benefits of going niche, which I've talked about before, but uh, at risk of uh, just delving deeper into that particular sector, I'll leave you to check those out in your own time. Hey, just a quick break to tell you about a tool I use that has helped us to save hours and enable me to create a pricing system incorporating all the stuff that I've learned about value pricing over the years. That tool is called Go Proposal. What I love about it is that we can build the price in person with the prospect and then with a click of a button, send them the proposal and engagement letter instantly during the meeting. That's literally saved us hours of time from how we used to do it before. Not only that, but also because I can build pricing models in the software, anyone in my team can now have pricing conversations and send proposals to prospects and clients that has helped to free me up to do things that I love, like creating this podcast for you. If you're not already using it, highly recommend you check it out. Whilst I move on to the next insight that I'll be sharing, which is what we need to do. So we know why now is the big opportunity. What is the big opportunity to 10x our fees? How can we 10x our fees? Yes, all well and good. That yeah, we can you know maximize the change in societal uh, behaviors to go after potential clients anywhere in the country by getting our position in right. But how can we 10x our fees? How can we charge, you know, going from one, two thousand pound clients to 10, 20,000 pound clients? Is it really possible? Absolutely it is. And the way we do this is by positioning our service in a different way, by reframing bookkeeping, by actually 
communicating the value of what we do and how we do it to clients in a way that gets them to see more value in our services. And what I'm talking about here is to move away from just year-end compliance and move to, and you're, if you're listening to this, you're probably doing this already, you just need to have the belief to actually go out there and believe its value and to actually be talking to the right clients who will value it because you are talking to, you are a you know a specialist and you're talking to clients that are in that specialism so they can see their value. It's all part and parcel of building up the perceived value of what you do. So what I'm talking about here is to reframe things like bookkeeping and talk about uh, it in terms of managing a client's finance function, about essentially being their finance partner, about being their virtual finance office. Because essentially what we do now is exactly that. We're no longer just entering information into ledgers. Don't call it bookkeeping. We are managing the client's finances from A to Z. We have the potential to do that because technology has made it possible for us to do so. We are essentially implementing an accounting system for them. When we put in place Zero or QuickBooks, it's not a simple case of just taking it off the shelf and then running with it. Where you you are actually demeaning your expertise and undervaluing yourself if just because you think it's a two or a five minute job doesn't mean it's any less valuable to the client. You are literally implementing an accounting system which twenty years ago would have been taken, you know, three, four people to do. You are setting them up with systems to cater for their accounts payable, accounts receivable, to monitor the working capital management, to put in place uh, systems that allow them to track profit by department, profit by product or service. These things would have taken a whole team of people 20, 25 years ago to do through software like Sage or others, or you know, extracting information, putting it into Excel and trying to manipulate it. The technology now has made life easier for us, but it doesn't mean it's any less valuable to the client. So we need to get better at articulating what that value is. And one way of doing that is by using that contrast principle of saying that what we do now is akin to you having your own finance team, is akin to you having your own little piece of a bookkeeper, your own piece of an FC, your own piece of an FD, all in one and a cost-effective package for you. But rather than paying tens of thousands, nearly £100,000 to have all those roles in-house, you pay us a fraction of that. You pay us... £2,000, £3,000, whatever it is that you come up with, it's going to be much less than the cost of them employing in-house. So that is the big opportunity to actually communicate to your clients that and change the way that you work. So it's not just year-end work. Take on the bookkeeping, take on the finance function because that is where the value lies. You can charge big fees and you can then put into place systems that allow you to deliver it very, very profitably. And we've done so, uh, you know, you've heard me talk about this before that we've managed to do this and get average fees of over £10,000. We have some clients paying us fees of £50,000, £60,000. It's absolutely possible. My team can deliver this all. It doesn't require highly technical expertise. We have, you know, between managers and juniors, none of whom are actually qualified chartered accountants delivering this service. It doesn't require me to go out and employ you know auditors which you know we used to be registered auditors we knocked that on the head because this was far more lucrative far more profitable for us to do so you can do this too that is the big opportunity so we've gone through the first two insights why now we've talked about the what the big opportunity is actually moving away from year-end compliance and actually taking on 
the bookkeeping, managing the finance function, providing that highly uh, valuable service from bookkeeper to FD and anything in between, depending on what a client needs and when they need it. And the third opportunity is, or the third insight rather, is how do we charge higher prices and get better clients working with us? Well, this I've talked about before in terms of the fundamentals of pricing, the four fundamentals of pricing. I'll have to go th through them very quickly because I've only got two or three minutes before I have to pen off. The first one being price comes from value. The only thing that a client uh, uh, goes through a client's mind when they are reviewing whether to buy from you, whether the price represents value for money or not, is, is the price I am paying less than the value I am getting? That's it. And if it is, I buy. If not, I don't. It's got nothing to do with your costs. It's got nothing to do with time you spend. Just like you don't care about the cost structure of the supplier that you buy from when you buy anything whether that's a cup of coffee in Starbucks, whether that's a phone from the Apple shop, whether that's a t-shirt from your favorite retailer. You don't care about the cost structure. You only care about what you get, about the value that you perceive that you are going to get. And you make a judgment around whether the price that's being presented to you is less than the value that you perceive you are getting. And if it is, you buy, and if not, you don't. So price comes from value, not time or costs. Secondly is the prestige phenomenon, meaning that your price says something about you, whether you're expensive or whether you are cheap. That gives us a single signal about you. That signal being that if you are expensive, then automatically we associate a notion of quality to something that is expensive. Think of Apple, think of the designer brands that you love, think of the flashy car that you would like to buy. Why is it that we're prepared to pay a premium for those? And why do we see them as automatically we associate a notion of quality to high price? Conversely, something that is cheap, we are dubious of its quality. When you're looking for something like a phone case on Amazon, don't you question if something is too cheap, whether it will actually serve the purpose that you want it to or not. So that's the prestige phenomenon. The third one is the power of context, meaning the look and feel of how something is sold affects your judgment on how much you're prepared to pay for it. Take a bottle of Coke, a bottle of Coke in a supermarket, about a pound, a bottle of Coke in a cafe, a couple of pounds, a bottle of Coke in a high-end uh, restaurant or hotel, three or four pounds. It's the same bottle of Coke. Why were we prepared to pay more for the same product that served in a different place? It's about the power of context, where and how something is sold, how it's packaged up, affects our ability or willingness to pay a higher price for it. So what does the look and feel of your website look like? What does the look and feel of your office look like? What is the look and feel of the booking process of getting a call with you, of how you come across online, your virtual background, your social profiles? All of those things make a difference. Design matters. Look and feel matters. Packaging matters. Upgrade your look and feel and the perceived value of working with you. The willingness to pay a higher price for what you do will increase in the minds of your prospects. And lastly, the power of contrast. We have no idea whether a price is reasonable or not. We look for comparisons. That's why we need to give comparisons to our prospects and clients when we're talking to them about price to help them contextualize, to help them contrast and compare the price of what it is that you are asking compared to something else. And that's why we talk about the alternative cost of having your own finance function. What would it cost you to have a bit of an, a bookkeeper, an FD and FC in place? 
we talk about tax savings that we're able to generate for clients. So they can see some contrast in terms of what you are asking them to pay versus the value they're going to get going to get with a number that's presented to them. Because we know through the power of pricing psychology that any number given to a prospect before they make a pricing decision will impact their ability in terms of their assessment of that price, whether it represents value for them or not. So that is it. The was stop tour of the three insights I'm going to be sharing in my talk at Accounting Web Live next week in Coventry. If you were there and we met, it was great to see you. If not, if you didn't manage to catch it, then message me on LinkedIn and I will see if I can get you a recording for it. Otherwise, take care. Have a great rest of the day and I'll speak to you very soon. Bye for now. I hope you got value from that episode. And if you want to spend more time together, where we go deeper on topics like pricing, marketing, sales, building a team and processes so you can build a firm that is less reliant on you, then come and join the TYP Mentoring Community. It's my membership program where I deliver practical mentoring sessions from my personal experience of building my practice and share resources that I have created and use in my firm so you don't have to reinvent the wheel and waste time and money making mistakes like I did. There's an amazing community of 100 plus accountants that you get to meet every week, share challenges, best practices, and use the power of the group to shortcut your learnings. Go to resahuda.com forward slash mentoring to find out more. Thank you for listening. For more free content, videos, and resources, visit www.rezahuda.com. And if you haven't already, come and join the community in our Transform Your Profits Facebook group, where we support each other to build more successful, profitable, and impactful accounting firms.